Hey guys, this is Coach V. And I'm Coach David. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast. We're recording here towards the end of February 2021. Coach David, I, you know, I know recently you've been given a kind of a COVID uh, pandemic update. What, what's the current status now in the D.C. area? Well, I think we're, um, we're looking up here. The, the light is, is coming out. More and more people are getting vaccinated. The, the numbers are going down. Um, I know we're waiting any second for yet another vaccine to hit the market, the Johnson & Johnson one. So um, people are, I think, getting excited. Like, I know personally, um, my, two of my siblings just got the shot today. Nice. And um, in a different state, and uh, they're a different age group. But it's just like people are starting to get it that you know, and uh, it's cool. Yeah, you know, we, I just want to say this, if parents, you know, if you're listening here and you got kids uh, listening, it, we're always kid-friendly, but we're definitely going to be talking about, uh, you know, summer camp today. We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, vaccines, things like this. We're not epidemiologists. We're not scientists. Uh, so please, you know, make note of that. So just understand that's what we're going to discuss. Coach David, here's my take on things is that um, I'm noticing that we're moving in the right direction. I think numbers are moving in the right direction from what I hear. I know we have uh, some students of ours who are in the field, you know, firsthand frontline, you know, they're dealing with this every single day and things are looking good. Things are looking, excuse me, better uh, than, than where they were. Like you said, vaccines are coming out. Um, there's talk of summer camp right now, which, you know, which is the topic for today's uh, oh, yeah. podcast episode. As, as I like to say, summer camp, summer camp, summer camp, you know, that's, <laughs> that's our topic. Um, well, Coach David, should we kick off, you know, with a... Uh... Yeah, so um, I hear, Coach V, that there is some uh, great news coming down the road. Can you kind of give us a little high-level uh, insight about uh, what it's looking like for the Kaizen summer camp? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, this is brand new announcement. I think it's going to hit the podcast before it hits the website or social media. So uh, if you're listening right now, you know, we're, we're recording on, let's see here, it's the 26th of February... Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast today, you're getting some inside scoop. So um, the short answer, Coach David, is we will be running an on-site summer camp in the Northwest Washington, D.C. area. We'll put the details up on the website. But if you live near the, uh, near the cathedral, Washington National Cathedral, right in that area, uh, there will be an on-site summer camp uh, that will be running. There is a ton that we know, but there's also a ton that we don't know. Uh, so I'll focus on what we do know. So we do know that the camp will run for 10 weeks. It'll run from June 14th until August 20th, 2021. Uh, it'll run in a very similar format to what we've done in years prior, uh, where we run from nine to three, that's the camp day, but there'll also be before care and there'll also be after care. Uh, so it looks like it's gonna run from 7.30 to nine is before care, nine until three uh, is the camp day and three o'clock till six o'clock is after care. And I know that kind of brings a smile to our face because, you know, to be able to even say that it feels a little bit like there's some normalcy back in the air. Is that kind of what you're sensing? Oh my goodness. And I, I think I just heard a, a, a whole bunch of families and parents go, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coach David, I got to say this, you know, we, we just like there's so many families who are ready. I think there's a ton of families who are not ready. And, you know, if you're one of those families who's not re ready yet to go to camp, you know, we will also have a virtual offering. Uh, so there will be virtual summer camp. We want to make sure that there's no pressure. We want to make sure that no one feels like they're pressured to go to camp. We don't want the kids to kind of put the pressure on the parents to say, mom, dad, we got to go. They're running in person. It's when you're ready. It's when you're ready. So what, um, you know, let's, for people who don't know, what does a virtual summer camp look like? Like how, what, what, what would you expect if you're sending your kid to a virtual summer camp? 
Yeah, that's a really good question. So, you know, we did this last year, uh, 2020. It was, um, 2020 was a wild ride, as everyone knows. And uh, out of, out of um, a creative mindset and discussing it with instructors and parents, we, we ended up running a virtual camp last summer where we ran classes during the day. Uh, morning hours were really prime time, you know, nine till about 12. I think there was some afternoon programming as well. But basically think of it as karate on Zoom you know, during the summer months. Uh, and that's what we did. And last summer, it was very, very low key. We didn't, you know, kind of plug it too much on the airwaves, but we did have some on-site programming, but you got to remember COVID was so fresh in, in the, on the scene that there were so many unknowns that we were just not running a big operation last summer. It was pretty low key. It was pretty small. Uh, last summer we did run in the Silver Spring, Maryland area. And we also did run in Arlington, Virginia, but in a very, very limited capacity. Um, normally we're used to running these mega summer camps and, you know, tons of kids, instructors, it's a huge to do. The parents are, you know, excited to have their kids, uh, you know, at on-site learning karate. It's like a sports-based camp. The instructors will love it because they get to, you know, train all day and be with the kids. The kids love it because they're learning and moving towards new belts. But Coach David, coming back to what's a virtual camp, uh, we're going to be doing both virtual and on-site. So if anyone's doing virtual, uh, maybe they're just not ready to go back on site, or maybe they're traveling and want to get some programming in while they're away on a vacation or something like that. You can do that. You just need an internet connection, uh, you know, laptop, tablet, whatever it is that you use, uh, and you can absolutely uh, take part in it. So it's going to be done on a weekly basis. So it's not just daily, but you know, you, you do a week block at a time. Uh, that'll also run for 10 weeks as well, June 14th through August 20th. And anyone anywhere can join us. So if you're outside of the Washington, D.C. area and you want to join us, you can absolutely join us uh, for virtual summer camp. Now, the on-site summer camp, you got to be there. I got to say, that's just fantastic. I, I, like I said, I'm, I think parents around the country <laughs> listening to this are whooping and uh, so excited. Um, but so as a, as a parent, I'm wondering, what kind of safety precautions will you have for this on-site camp? Is, is, are the kids wearing masks? Are the instructors wearing masks? Is there separation? Like, how's that gonna work? Well, you know, that's, that's a really good question. I should say this, that um, we follow all the CDC guidelines as well as all the local, state, county, you know, government, um, you know, all, all the regulations. So we can talk about 2020, that's a good place to start. Last summer, there was so much uh, change. There was so much, um, uh, rules that had to be followed. So for example, how we operated in Maryland was not how we operate in Virginia. Uh, completely set of different rules. You know, one state had this restriction, one state had that restriction. I think there's a little bit more um, uniformed message right now. Uh, there's a much better um, management of what to do, I think. Uh, I'm not poking in anyone's direction. It's just that there's a lot more knowns than there used to be last summer. Uh, so with that being said, you know, yeah, we absolutely do temperature checks. Um, we make sure that, you know, there's proper PPE, gloves, uh, masks must be worn, you know, the whole deal, you know, we're following all the rules. Um, at the same time, you know, it's above our pay grade, Coach David, you know, we really don't decide if camp runs, we defer to the city, to the state, to the county, if they say it's safe to run, uh, then we're assuming that, you know, those are the professionals, right? Um, those are the people who make the rules, that's who we really lean towards. So whatever rules are put in place for that area, at minimum, we're following that. Now, if we feel that we need to step up to a higher level of sanitation or something like that, we will absolutely do so. Uh, but regular cleaning, uh, masks, the whole deal, 
um, safety is our number one concern, you know, so we want to make sure that we're keeping everybody safe, not just the kids, but the staff, the parents, everybody. Uh, so if you're coming in there, uh, we're going to in, into the camps and you're training with us on site. Um, yes, numbers are looking better and it seems like it's going in the right direction, but they're, you know, we, we out of an abundance of caution, we're still going to follow every single rule at all times. Uh, will there be sparring? You know, it, it's too soon to say. Um, one of the instructors asked me the same question. They said, will there be sparring? I said, you know, as of right now, um, it's above my pay grade. It's not my decision to make. It's really something that uh, it looks like we're moving closer to that. It looks like we're moving closer to that. And Coach David, I kind of defer back to, you know, if someone's not ready to be in person and if they're not ready to spar, even if we're clear to do so, you do have a virtual option. So you can absolutely train virtually. And I feel like, you know, based on parent conversations, emails, phone calls that we get every single day, it feels like there's kind of two camps right now. You know, one is kind of like, yes, we can't wait to, uh, you know, go to camp. Some people have already told their kids to start walking real slowly towards the camp right now, even though it's a few weeks away. Um, that's a joke. And then, uh, you know, and then you got the other camp of folks who are saying until everybody's vaccinated, we're not sending anybody out of the house, you know? So it's, it's two different camps, you know, and meaning in terms of trains of thought, mm -hmm. I think the short answer coach David is, um, you know, will there be sparring? We certainly hope so sooner than later, but we'll do it when it's safe. We'll do it when it's clear to do so. Um, so I'll kind of pose this question of, you know, what would we do at camp if we can't um, spar? And the answer is a ton of different things. There's, a, there's no shortage of material. Um, I would tell everyone to expect to be ready to, but we'll make sure there's tons of communication that go out to parents so it's crystal clear. It's not gonna be a camp as usual, meaning like pre-COVID. Uh, it'll definitely be different than years prior. Uh, but if you do end up coming to the camp on site, just be aware that we'll be sending out regular updates, communicating regularly um, through email, you know, newsletter, website, the whole deal to make sure everyone knows what to expect. And I think uh, it's fair to say that just like um, you can take advantage of doing things uh, when you're all together in a, in a real camp, you can take advantage of things when you're virtual, like the ability to split people up easy by belt rank or what they need to work on, as opposed to if you have a whole group together and they're all different levels, and different abilities, that can sometimes be more challenging, especially with limited personnel. So I guess the, the real thing to point out here is there's something for everybody and you're going to get great benefit either way you go. Like you're not going to be missing out on anything. The only way you're missing out is if you don't do anything. Would that be fair to say? I think so. And I'll tell you one thing that kind of sticks out in my mind about in-person in, in training. Um, you know this. When I'm teaching in person, I tend to loop around the room. I walk. I look at different angles. When you're on Zoom, you can still grade someone, but it, it takes a little bit extra, right? And you might not have all vantage points. I can really get a good eye on someone when they're in person and they're throwing a kick, a punch, techniques, whatever it might be, right? Um, the other thing is, you know, we, we have a rule right now where there's only one belt promotion during pandemic. Uh, and I'm talking about virtually, mm. you know, once we get back to training in person, assuming that restrictions are lifted, assuming that it's safe to do so, uh, that, that rule will be lifted. Uh, so if that's the case, the rule will be lifted. If not, you know, there's too many unknowns right now, right? We'll have to wait and see what it is. Um, but, but it's possible. It's certainly possible. So it's a kind of an exciting time. You know, the analogy I heard talked about in our adult class where, you know, some people work in the, in the field, they said, 
we're kind of at the 99 yard line right now at the night other one yard line Sorry. <laughs> one yard line you know what i mean you've gone you've gone yes. nine you know what i mean we've gone yes. 99 yards but you're at the one yard line and um you know let's just make sure we cross it correctly let's not drop the ball at the one you know? so yeah so i think uh, now might be a good time time to talk about the benefits of summer camp um particularly karate and particularly kaizen karate summer camp because uh, as a parent of, of two children who went through the program, um, most people know this, but in case you don't, we said it before, I have two kids. They both uh, are Kaizen Karate black belts. They did uh, karate for a decade or more before getting their black belts. So from little small children all the way up through uh, you know, to many adults, um, they went through summer camp most years. And I can only say um, as a parent, it was phenomenal. I mean, the ability, first of all, let's go to the, and we, you, I know you like to say this, you can drop your child off super <laughs> early and let them stay super late. I mean, as a working parent, I can only tell you that's like so valuable, but let's look at it from the child's point. They're immersed with the highest coaches, with their peers practicing karate day in, day out for weeks. Coach V, how important is this? in the ability to get really good at karate? I mean, it, it, it's critical. It's critical. I think um, it, it's important to go to camp for so many reasons, but I think one is kind of like, you know, if you want to learn a language, one of the best ways to learn it is immersion, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's you're in that environment. I think that when you're in a karate camp setting and you're training with multiple senior level black belts and you're seeing how they operate, you know, all the way from, how do they, I mean, if you're a beginner and you're just learning to spar, like how do they put on their guards? Uh, how do they bow in? You know, how do, all of these little things, I mean, you're going to learn things. It, you know, it comes back to a former episode. There's blind spots we all have where we're unconsciously incompetent about certain things. You're going to learn what you don't even know that you didn't know at the camp. And mm -hmm. I think that's what happens. You know, like I learned so much. I, I went to a karate camp when I was a kid. And when I saw what other black belts were doing and or not doing, I realized there were certain habits that I needed to stop and there were certain habits that I needed to pick up. And a lot of it is, is caught, you know, not taught, right? And you got to see what is actually going on. And I, I think it's fair to say that those are the little things that can help you move up in rank and get to black belt. Like I'm, I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at a list of all the black belts we've ever promoted, not a single one missed going to summer camp not a single one they and all the have way, that in common adults included adults because, included because the adults who got promoted they even dropped by now adults you might say what do you mean they dropped by well you know they, they carved out time either to teach or to train so guys summer camp yeah it's definitely for the kids but if you're an adult and your schedule permits and i know nowadays you know with teleworking and commuting schedules are a little bit more flexible and you have some flex time and things if you're an adult and you want to come and train during the day, just give me a shout. You know, we'll set it up and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do all that. And we used to do, we used to have a sparring group during the middle of the day um, that would train with us, you know, and uh, it, it's, it's absolutely possible. Coach David, I got a question for you. You know, having two kids who've been through the program, what would you say um, were some of the benefits that they took away, you know, as kids, you know, when, especially when they were in the younger side and they were going through the colored belt system and all that. What do you think they took away? Was it the belts? Was it the friendships? Was it the social interaction? Was it, you know, what was it that really stuck out? You know, I don't know that I would necessarily say any one thing. It was so many things. They had so much fun. First of all, 
you know, as a parent, you send your kid to camp, you can send them to an academic camp, you can send them to all sorts of camps. But I think as parents, and you're, you're a parent with two kids, right, who eventually, Absolutely. right, you're going to be uh, looking at that. You want your kid to have fun. You want the summer to be a time of, uh, you know, when, when they're relaxed a little bit, not on stress, not working super hard, but something they enjoy. And my kids enjoyed it. Um, so that's kind of number one. Number two was being around other people doing what they love to do, right? I mean, that's what, that's like the dream, right? Being around doing things that you love to do with other people who love to do them. That's just, it's the recipe for having fun. And so that was a big, big deal. It was their friends in class. It was the friends that they made who then became their friends outside of class. Right. Big deal. Like you can't understate that enough. You know, my observation too, is it's, um, I don't know which, which area the kids grew more in, you know, not just your kids, but so many of the students who went through the program was, yeah, they grew as martial artists, but I think they grew as people, you know, that, that social interaction, especially after being on this lockdown for about a, the better part of a year now, um, you know, it's 11 months, next month will be the one year mark, right. You know, that we've all been yep. locked down and, you know, zoom interaction, as much as it's great that we have the technology, we're grateful for being able to interact at the same time, not being able to interact with people. That's tough. You know, and especially in this area, the Washington DC area where we live, um, it's been on the stricter side, you know, compared to most, some of the other states in the country, you know, and I think this summer, I think there's a lot of built up um, excitement, you know, where people are looking forward to hopefully, fingers crossed, assuming that it's going to be safe and it looks like we're, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think one of the benefits is kids are looking forward to uh, interact with people outside of their bubble. You know, maybe they had a, a pod or a group that they were, you know, affiliated with and set up. I know a lot of students did that who we train with, um, but now it's, they're going to have that ability, hopefully uh, to, to do so, you know? And so parents, you know, if you're listening here, we're, we're very aware that there's still a lot of unknowns. Uh, we're, we're very aware that there's still a lot of, uh, you know, road that needs to be marched down here, you know, to head in this direction. Um, if for any reason that it's not safe to run the camp or there's things that make it unsafe, we will cancel the camp. Um, that's not even, that's not even a, a question, but if it's safe to do so, if state and county and city allows us to do that, that is the plan, but we will offer virtual in case you're tuning in right now at this point in the podcast. Um, yeah. Coach David, no, you, yeah, okay, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, when we came up with the Kaizen Karate, um, belt requirements and put it all, you know, we have a nice poster if anybody doesn't know it, it's on the website. Um, when we were going over this and, and coming up with all the different details, attending summer camp was so important that it got a highlighted space on this chart. Can you talk a little bit about why that is and what makes it that way? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things. One is, um, and I'll reference the first line of the chart. There's a watermark in the background that says after school or after school programs. And the reason is on that chart, the highest you can go is green belt if you're strictly training in an after-school program. Because after-school programs are designed to be introductions to karate, right? They're not meant to be accelerated programs. In that same light, uh, Coach David, remind me, is it over blue belt or brown belt? Over blue belt. Blue belt, right? Yeah, so it's over blue belt right now. We, you can't get to blue belt unless you've been to summer camp. And the reason is we don't want you to just know the three, five, 10, 15 kids in your class and one instructor. We want you to know more of the students. We want you to know, see what other instructors are doing. And I think it'll give you a deeper appreciation for what you have going on in your class. 
I think sometimes we got to realize that karate is much bigger than just, you know, a, a 10 or 15 person class. There's a lot of people doing it. This is why it's so important to compete in tournaments when it's safe to do so. This is why it's so important to, to go to summer camps. And you might be wearing a blue belt. Someone else is wearing a blue belt. And then you get to check your skills out and say, hold on, man, that person is amazing. I got to get my kicks better in this area. Or it might be the opposite. You might say, man, okay, they're, they're good, but man, I was taught really, really well, right? So it, it could be a certain source of validation as well. Um, and I think it gives a little bit of security and certainty to a student when they go there. Um, also, sometimes you can have one instructor saying something over and over and over again, and it just doesn't click. You have a different instructor saying the same thing, and for whatever reason, it registers mm -hmm. and it clicks. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I think the more you're around different people, different instructors, see different styles, it adds to the collective um, education. And we're not talking about being around, you know, people doing Aikido and Jiu-Jitsu, which is good in a way. That's just why we send people to, want people to, to look at tournaments. But you're looking at Kaizen, children in Kaizen, adults in Kaizen, people learning from Kaizen instructors. You're just seeing it from a slightly different vantage. So um, super important. I, I think I'm grateful that we put it by Blue Belt and I'm, uh, as a, again, as an instructor and as a parent, I can only say great things about that. I'm glad it exists and I'm glad my kids were able to have that as a valuable resource on the way to Black Belt. That's awesome. You know, and I'll say this is just kind of a, a wrap up thought on that section. Um, I think when you're, if you have goals of becoming a Black Belt, I'm not talking about our beginner and intermediate students, but maybe late intermediate, advanced level students. If you have goals of being a Black Belt, you want to have fought with, you know, trained with and sparred with. That's what I mean by fought. You want to have trained with and sparred with the very best in the school. And you want to have trained with and studied under all of the instructors. Mm -hmm. And I think you really want to get a good grasp of what the DNA is of the school. And it's not that you can't do that in one class. You absolutely can. You can absolutely get it from one instructor. But I encourage all the students, anyone who trains with me, I absolutely encourage them, um, you know, to safely attend camp. Uh, so you can get a good idea of, of what we do on, on the whole. And you might see a different instructor or a different student do something slightly differently. And that's fine. You know, I encourage that because I think that's one of the ways we grow is that we're, we're able to see uh, maybe someone does the spin kick with a slight variation. They go to a cross stance versus spinning on the ball of the foot. You know, there's something as simple as that versus uh, maybe someone's doing their master form move and you see them do an extension for the first time. And you're like, what was that? All of a sudden you become aware of something you weren't aware of before, right? Fantastic. Perfect. So, you know, coach, we're, we're getting close to, uh, to wrapping up here. And, you know, before we close out, you know, I want to say that in terms of locations, you know, we know for sure that uh, the plan as of right now, you know, the, the ink is still wet, as I like to say. Uh, we know that camp will run in the, the Northwest Washington, D.C. area. Uh, if you're a parent who lives in the Virginia area, Northern Virginia, or maybe in Maryland, you know, Montgomery County, the question is like, what'll happen there? Uh, those announcements will come at later times. You know, this year is still a little bit different than we had anticipated. Uh, we do hope sometime in the month of March, mid to late March, uh, we do hope to announce campsites in, uh, you know, in Maryland, as well as Northern Virginia. But as of right now, the only one that's confirmed and ready to go uh, is Northwest DC. So if you check the website, uh, probably by Monday, you know, of next week, which will be March 1st by the time, uh, you know, this gets out there, uh, the, the recording here, 
um, you, you'll see more of the details about what the camp looks like. And, and parents, if you have any concerns, you know, just give us a call, email us. Uh, Coach David, one thing that's unique to this year is given all the circumstances, we're actually going to have a couple of times uh, when parents and kids can even drop by to see the space, uh, make sure they feel comfortable prior to making any kind of commitment. Because, you know, it's a, it's a new space that we're going to be using and we want to make sure everyone feels good and, and safe and that it's somewhere that they want to send their kids. Um, you know, I'm a parent as well. And I, I can guarantee you, we'd want to make sure our, our child is safe. Absolutely. Uh, so that, Absolutely. That's, that's number one. Coach David, any, uh, any wrap-up thoughts? Anything we forgot to cover here? Any kind of final thoughts you want to mention? to? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, as, thinking of a, I'm thinking of one specific question, which I know we're going to get, and I don't even know if you know the answer to this yet. But mm-hmm. normally when we have our summer camp running, we do not have weekend classes. It's um, time to give the, the instructors a little bit of a break. And, you know, the kids are going all day to summer camp. But last year was different. We still ran summer classes on, on weekends. And um, I think we, we enjoy that, too, because, you know, I, I don't want to miss a Sunday. Um, any thoughts on if classes, weekend classes will still run this summer if there is camp going? You know, it's hard to say. I know that they'll run through June. The question is, will weekend classes run in July and August? Uh, normal years pre-COVID, right? We used to always take off July and August for the weekend and evening classes because it was a time for, like you said, for the instructors to take a break, but also focus on camps. I think it's a little bit too early to say. Uh, I, I would anticipate maybe in about a few weeks or maybe a month, we'll make an announcement about that. It's looking like, it's looking like, now this might change, but it's looking like uh, we might be taking a little time off from weekend and evening classes uh, at some point during the summer. Maybe it'll just be August just to give everyone a little bit of a break, you know, cause we've been going hard with zoom and people are kind of zoomed out right now. Um, assuming camps are going to be running, which it's looking like we're heading in that direction. I know there's a lot of hypotheticals and definite maybes that we've talked about today, uh, but assuming that's the path that we head down, uh, it looks like that there might be a little bit of a break on weekend and evening classes. Not all of them. Uh, I think adult programs always run. Uh, year round. So adults don't worry, right? We'll be running the adult classes. I know some people were having panic attacks. Like, yeah. <laughs> My adult class is not going to run. Adult classes will run. Um, in terms of weekend and evening classes, especially for the youth, um, the general rule of thumb we follow is that if summer camps are in full swing, the chances are we do scale back a little bit on the weekend and evening classes. So, I, I mean, I think what I'm hearing is good news. A, we're talking summer camp we're talking more pop probabilities of being able to do things we couldn't do last summer and getting more back to normal. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing adults, they're still going to be able to train like they do on zoom right now and potentially attend summer camp. Um, so I'm hearing lots of great things here that uh, we're moving in the right direction. And coach David, I want to say this on a personal note. So this is just kind of, you know, my personal beliefs here. I think we've gotten to a point where there's enough fear out there and there's enough concern that some people have, you know, and I'm not discounting uh, coronavirus or anything like that because it's serious, right? The, but at the same time, I think we've had so much, not months, but years now of bad news that I think sometimes we got to remember, it's okay to hear good news. And if you hear good news, it's okay. Uh, things will be better. Things are getting better. We're moving down the right path. Um, you know, yes, there's still a way to go. And one thing I can assure everyone is that, you know, we'll always make sure we put safety first. Um, And I know there's some people right now saying, well, it's not safe to be in camp. Well, that's above my pay grade. You know, if the mayor uh, and the county executives and governors say that it's safe, uh, they they outrank me. 
And uh, if they say that it's safe, then I'm going to trust their judgment and in good faith, you know, we'll do it according to the rules they set out. Uh, and if someone still feels that that's not safe enough, then there is that virtual option. Um, so, you know, we want to be really respectful to everybody and everyone's comfort level, everyone's belief level. But I do feel that um, I think mentally, Coach David, I think I've made that shift where, you know, we've, we've done our time in terms of, uh, you know, being indoors. We've, we've put in that, you know, energy into uh, lockdowns and PPEs and all these things. We'll continue to do what we're given guidance on doing. Uh, we will always follow the rules and put safety first. At the same time, you know, if good news is coming, I think it's okay, right, Coach David, to, if they say it's good news, then yeah, let's accept it as good news. Right, I, I think we, like we, we like to say it's above our pay grade because there are people who spend their days examining, researching, looking into this, right? People like, like Dr. Fauci who are you know experts in it, they're making the calls and recommendations to the CDC. We're just following the rules. But I think we're trying to maximize what we can do by offering both virtual and um, hopefully in person if we keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, I, I do, I think that if we recorded and uh, put out another summer camp update in a month, will there be changes? Yeah, I think there'll be changes and hopefully for, for the better you know, not for the worse. Um, so it looks like we're heading in that trend track, but you know, this is just a message to everyone who's listening. We all have to continue to do our part, keep wearing masks, keep making good choices. And I think you said this a couple episodes ago where um, we want to be able to enjoy the summer. So let's continue to make good choices and encourage people to continue to make good choices so that when the summer does come and assuming that we get the green light to do so, which it looks like we will, let's make sure we can enjoy that time together. Is that is that about well right? said? Absolutely. Yeah. So coach David, I got to tell you, it's always a pleasure. Um, you know, before we close out for today, I'll, I'll say one more thing is that for the spring session, we're actually going to be outdoors. Uh, so we have virtual running and we actually have outdoor programs running as well. So again, you know, we we're in the silver spring, uh, Maryland, Washington, DC, Northern Virginia area. So, you know, Maryland, DC, Virginia, that DC Metro area. Uh, so, you know, it's an exciting time. It's exciting time because we're, safely doing outdoor classes right now. I'm sure you saw some of the pictures we posted yeah, where, fantastic. you know, the kids are outside, they're wearing masks, they're six plus feet apart from each other. So it's, it's safe um, based on the guidelines we've been given. That's what we're using. And um, it's done in a very controlled way. Uh, and, you know, so if anyone's interested in that, just let us know, but it's, it's something that we're cautiously and carefully moving forward in that direction. Uh, you know, the zoom virtual training is still the primary thing, um, but it's, it's, it's good news, I should say. It's good news. So, and we're carefully uh, taking care of that, and we're being uh, very cautious with it, making sure that everyone is following those rules. Students, parents, everyone, and the parents have just been amazing. They really have, you know, just so patient and, uh, you know, really been supportive of every single step we've been taking. So, just want to say thank you to the parents for for everything you do. It's so much on your plate right now, and we, we really couldn't do it without you. And to the students who've been continuing to train, stick with it. Better days are coming. Better days Absolutely. Right Absolutely. Well said. So, hey guys, this is Coach V. And I'm Coach David. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast. We're signing out. And until next time, be safe. And we'll see you then.